0: This podcast was originally on my Strang Report podcast on the Charisma Podcast Network. It was so good and so timely, I wanted to share it on the God Trump 2020 election podcast. Stay tuned. Hello, everyone. This is Stephen Strang, and welcome to my podcast today. We're dealing with what's going on in the Supreme Court. You know, there is the biggest scandal, political scandal, in memory, maybe in history, unfolding with the theft, as I consider it, the theft of this election. And Texas last week filed a lawsuit, which the United States Supreme Court failed to hear. They did this uh, very late in the afternoon on Friday. Uh, Today that we're recording this is December 14th, Monday and my guest today is Rodney Howard Brown who is very outspoken he seems to know what's going on and when i got a text from someone earlier uh, quoting rodney as saying that there was shouting in the supreme court and so on and so forth i immediately contacted rodney and said i'd like to talk to you about this so First of all, welcome, Rodney, to my podcast. You've been a—we've been friends for many, many years. You've been a guest on my podcast before, and of course, uh, I've come to uh, respect you, obviously, and also to believe that you have very good instincts. So, you know, part of the problem that we're facing as journalists is trying to get the right information, and. Big tech and the left-wing media don't want this kind of thing to get out. So we're having to kind of piece things together and people are uh, you know, sending this out on the internet, on Twitter or text messages. So first of all, let me uh, thank you for fitting me into a busy schedule to talk about this and find out where did you first hear about it and why do you feel that it's true?
1: First of all, thanks for having me on today. Um, Look, I'm on Twitter. Twitter connects to 55,000 journalists, and you can also pick up a thread of information actually before it even breaks on the mainstream media. So a lot of my information I get by following, I follow all of the media on Twitter, the left and the right, and, uh, you know, so... But a friend of mine who's connected to many insiders in Washington said to me, uh, we were talking, I believe it was Saturday. He said, listen, I can send you the information on what's actually took place in Supreme Court on Friday. And I'd love to get that. And then he sent me the link that I sent you. This is obviously somebody that uh, put together um, this show, but he knew all about it before this show was ever put out. And I think the show came out on the 12th of December, which would have been Saturday. So it's had it's allowed arguments in the Supreme Court chambers over Texas lawsuit court. Intimidated. Well, the reason I felt that it was true was, and obviously the Supreme Court justice can say it's bogus and it didn't really happen. But the fact of the matter is that we know for a fact that they're intimidating judges in Michigan, in Wisconsin, in Georgia, and people are living under threats uh, to certify certain things, to do certain things, otherwise they're going to be doxed. Uh, The address is going to be published. They're going to, the children are going to come under threat, the grandchildren and everything, because the left has gone totally crazy in what we call this steal, which, first of all, I believe it's going to be squashed. Trump will be sworn in on the 20th. I'll just say that that's my personal view, and I have reasons for that. And there's several things that the president put in place that will, there's no way in 100 million years that Biden got 80 million votes. It's impossible. He stayed in his basement. Trump. Got 11 million votes more than he had in his first run, and probably got another 10 million that they're not even telling you about. But anyway, let me get to the article. So, this is from a, uh, a clerk or clerk, as you would call it, who worked inside the Supreme Court. And he said uh, the conversation went um, as such. It was, he said the justices are normally calm, they meet behind closed doors, and you never hear anything. But um, it it was a screaming match. You could hear it all down the hallway. He said they met in person, they didn't trust the telephonic meeting. So it goes like this, Chief Justice Roberts was screaming, are you going to be responsible for the rioting if we hear this case? And then he went on to say, don't tell me about Bush versus Gore. We weren't dealing with riots then. And you forgetting what your role is yeah, Neil. So obviously Neil was trying to say something. And he said, and I don't want to hear anything from the two junior justices, which obviously, that's how the older or the senior justices would always intimidate the younger ones. They do that even in Congress and the Senate. The moment there's a new senator, they just beat him up, and he's brought into compliance. I found that out from inside the Hill, walking on Capitol Hill as I have for many years. He said, and then he went on to say, "I will tell you how to vote." So Ju- Justice Clarence Thomas said, "This will end be the end of democracy, John." And then it says, when they left the room, Roberts and the libs. And Kavanaugh had big smiles. Alito and Thomas were visibly upset. ACB and Gorsuch didn't seem fazed at all. So obviously, it's, clearly, uh, it's clear that Chief Justice Roberts is intimidated by Antifa, the left-wing rioting. And, of course, that's the problem that we're dealing with. Apart from the corruption that's in our courts and the judges that are legislating from the benches and all the corruption that we're dealing with here, with the voting fraud and the scandals of what's uh, taking place... This would be ultimately the scenario that I could just see unfolding in the Supreme Court. Now, uh, that's why I believed it to be uh, to be, and and then at the the, the source that sent it to me, he um, he's pretty on. He's I never known him to be off. So that's that's what my take was, and I thought that's exactly what's happening.
0: Well, let me jump in here. I want to make clear that we are speculating. We do not have facts, but it's a situation that is so serious, we need to try to piece together what is happening. As you were talking, I was thinking back to February when we were just hearing about this new novel, Chinese coronavirus, that we now call COVID-19, and the communist government was saying that it started with bats in a wet market, which is kind of like an outdoor market where I guess stuff is wet. That's why they call it that. We started getting information kind of smuggled out of China via the internet from Christians saying that the government was lying. And actually there was a lab nearby that experimented with viruses and somehow that virus got out. And when we first heard about it, it sounded like The biggest conspiracy theory in the world, and there was no way we could verify it. We don't know Chinese. We have no one over there. The government, the Chinese government's going to try to squash everything. So we were very careful in what we released, but I thought it was significant that these stories were even coming out. So we reported that the stories were coming out and why people believed it was true. And interestingly, step by step by step, what I just described is pretty much understood by almost everyone to be true. Uh, U.S. Senator Tom Cotton from Arkansas was one of the first ones to speak up about this. So in a somewhat similar way, we're getting this information kind of leaked out. It is speculative. It may turn out to be entirely bogus. But I just think this is extremely important because you know, I don't think it's just a few votes different like it was in 2000 down here in Florida where we live. Uh, you know, this was just fraud, not one place, but hundreds of places. And interestingly, it is just in the pivotal swing states, in the pivotal counties in those pivotal swing states. And it is just so blatant with hundreds of examples, is like somebody needs to look into it. And of course, the Supreme Court would be the right one to do it. And they wouldn't even look at the evidence. So far, they've not looked at any of the evidence whatsoever. And with what we know about Justice Roberts being appointed by a conservative president, George W. Bush, but then voting with the liberals more and more and more, you know, wondering what happened to these three new justices that were appointed by president trump and why i mean if they had voted with the other two with alito and and thomas of course they would have heard this now this is not over uh, it apparently was some kind of technicality and i i uh, am led to believe i probably need to double check it that it's going to be is being refiled in a different format and and you're right Rodney, this is this is not over at all so why don't you just respond to what I said, and then I want to want you to visit uh, your comment that you have reason to believe that President Trump is going to be inaugurated on January twentieth.
1: Well, yeah, there's no question about it. I mean, even now, the information coming out about the Dominion error rate—it's in it, the audit that just came out today—shows a sixty-eight percent error rate. So that just shows you this thing. Is 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 you know I mean um, a zero point uh, sorry a point zero 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 eight percent error is fine, but a sixty eight point five percent error is totally not even allowable. So obviously this throws into question the whole of the U.S. elections. Now, fortunately, what Trump did in twenty eighteen was he signed an executive order, which the executive order says that if they deem that the election was influenced by outside forces or outside countries or whatever that Trump could bring in the military. And, and, and it would have to be viewed 45 days after the election, which comes up Friday the 18th. So you have to go back to the executive order of 2018 to see what he put in place, which means the military comes in and takes over. And at that juncture, this whole election is null a void. It doesn't matter. People say, well, he's vice president-elect. There is no office of vice president-elect, number one. And there's no office of vice president, um, first whatever Kamoa would be, uh, uh, or president-elect or vice president-elect. There's no office like that. They made their own office. So it's like two kids playing house. The bottom line is, they, and you can see them now trying to release the information about Biden's son and You know, throw him under the bus, hoping now that Biden will step aside and then Kamala will take office. That's not how the electoral process works in America, anyway. If Biden suddenly dropped out now, between now and the 20th date, there's no way Kamala would ever be put into presidency. It doesn't work that way. So there's a lot of people that are they don't understand what's happening. So they say, well, there's two dates. It's the 14th of December, which is today. The, the elected cast to vote. There's another date, the 6th of January. It does. Those dates were only something implemented back 74 years ago. That's got nothing to do with the Constitution of the United States. Then they say, well, Trump should concede. That's not even in law. You don't have to concede one thing. That's just a gentlemanly way where you know that you've been legitimately beat, that you then concede. Trump doesn't have to because this is a total, total scam. And that's why they called it the steel. So um, I I have a very I have a piece about it. I mean, we really pray about it. You know, I haven't prophesied anything, but not. I have a total confidence Trump will be sworn in on the 20th. Because here's the bottom line, Is what people don't understand. If for whatever reason they are able to force the steel, and here you go, mainstream media working with mainstream tech companies to censor everything. And if they are able to swing this, it's the end of America, as we know it. That's the bottom line. Now, I just see that, of course, to breaking today, a judge grants attorney Matt DePerno permission to release results of the forensic examination on 16 voting machines in Antrim County. So this is where they're finding these mistakes. So if it's in Antrim County, then what about the whole of Michigan? Then what about the whole of Wisconsin? Then what about the whole of Georgia? So here you have the scenario. On election night, Trump is leading in Georgia. He's leading in North Carolina. He's leading in Pennsylvania by 700,000 votes. He's leading in Wisconsin. He's leading in Michigan, Nevada, and Arizona. 11 o'clock, stop counting, which you never heard that that could even happen. And then overnight, they find all these votes and they find like a million plus votes for Biden. They even said, that Biden got all of the military votes from overseas. That's impossible. It is is—it is mathematically impossible. If you saw the Trump uh, going to the Navy Army game, there was a standing ovation. The military is 100% behind the president. And so this thing is not going to turn out like the left think it's going to. They're just trying to snowball everybody today. Oh, yeah, the electoral colleges. They can cast whatever vote they want. It's all going to be thrown out. It has to come past Pence anyway who's the vice president. So people don't really know how the government works. And they just think, oh, well, Biden won. He didn't win. There's no way he won. He stayed in his basement. Trump, look at the crowd that Trump had in in Valdosta. There's no person that lost an election that pulls a crowd together like it's impossible. It is impossible. So I have a total peace, confidence that the Constitution is going to work. Forget about what the Supreme Court does. This is out of the Supreme Court's hand. And if anything, I believe the president knew all of this. He had to let it go through the election to expose all the voting fraud, to expose all of the players in the media are being exposed, all the players in the Republican Party are being exposed, all the players in in the governors that are being exposed now, that are in bed with Communist China. The report that came out yesterday from Sky News Australia talking about the names, 2 million names leaked of the Communist Party of people that are high up in the Australian government, the UK government, and of course in the American government, and in the big tech companies. China has taken over whole parts of our country. They bought land, we got Chinese troops training in Canada under the Belt Road Initiative. Listen, this is a war. People don't realize we are in Third World War now. That started with a bioweapon, which was the virus being released, and now taking over our elections to basically take over America. So I just heard it now. This is all buzzing on the internet. President Trump is going to pardon Julian Assange. So there's a lot of stuff happening. This stuff's coming out. Whatever's hidden is going to be revealed. And Trump will serve another four terms. In actual fact, Trump might serve another eight years because in essence, his first four years was totally nullified. They basically through the lies and the corruption of people in the House and the Senate that just rolled over. We had a majority two years ago. We had a majority. What did they do? They did nothing. Why? Because they're all on the payrolls. Of, of, of They've all compromised. They all compromised. And the whole Epstein thing, and that's another whole thing. Let me tell you. So I have, I, we've been praying, Steve, and I really believe God's not going to leave us in. Uh, put a leader in there who reads from the Book of Palms. It's just not going to happen. There's too many believers praying. And uh, the devil's overplayed his hand. They used these machines in 2016, and Hillary lost. That's why she was so upset, and she was just like beside herself because she knew they had it rigged. And now they went overboard, and they just they just did it too much. I mean, there's some counties where 130 140% of people voted. <laughs> How? How? It's
0: impossible. So You're absolutely right. Some of the things that they're saying... It'd be like flipping a coin a hundred times and getting heads every single time. I mean, it's just impossible. It's impossible, yeah. There's mm-hmm. there's no way that all of the ballots come in for President Biden. Now, of course, I've not seen these. And uh, you know, you wonder what you can believe in the press. But in one instance, they found like all these ballots, and there was all of them for Biden and only for that uh, for the presidency and none of the down ballot. And, you know, you can also look at all kinds of circumstances where uh, the winner uh, in any election always has coattails. Biden had no coattails at all. Uh, The media was saying that there were, I I believe, 27 toss-up elections in Congress. The Republicans won every single one of them. I mean, you can just go right down the list that a lot of this stuff is illogical. It's
1: impossible for and an incumbent president to be uh, such a success to the down ballot, and then he
0: loses the presidency. It's impossible. does That's right. And you know, and my listeners know that I've written several books on Trump, including one on the election, and I had a chapter called Why Trump Might Lose, and the number one reason was fraud. And... I did a lot of research
1: in your book. Yeah,
0: that's right. And a lot of the stuff that's coming out are things that I said were possible, including how the Chinese uh, were funding all these organizations through third parties um, and, you know, trying to flip elections. The one thing I did not know was about the Dominion uh, software. And it looked like they tried to do algorithms so that it would flip the election without looking suspicious, but apparently it didn't work. And they discovered that about 11, 10 or 11 o'clock at night, on election night. And so suddenly these boxes of ballots in suitcases under tables, I mean, you know, the video evidence is just overwhelming. I heard one of the conservative pundits say that this uh, video in, in uh, Georgia, uh, you know, it was some kind of, um, I don't know, what do they call when they put the little cameras in the ceiling, you know, like a security camera sure. uh, that, that showed all of this stuff going on. He said, it's going to be like the uh, famous uh, video of when uh, John Kennedy was assassinated, you know, where they just analyze it for years. Yeah, where
1: well, they were pulling the boxes from under the table. Oh, it was that.
0: it was just awful. And, you know, to contrast this with the impeachment was over one phone call by a so-called whistleblower, who was actually a leaker, who is anonymous one one and here we have you know tens tens of thousands of instances and people with affidavits uh, su- uh signing them under oath swearing under oath that it's true and we need authorities to look into it because if they can get away with this fraud uh it's lights out i mean we will never have another fair election. We'll just go through the motions to feel better about it. And uh, it'll be like California where the conservatives, you know, apart from an act of God, uh, will never be in power again. About a third of California is just as conservative as down here in the South. They just really are. Trump signs everywhere, but that's not enough, you know, to get, um, you know, to, to get anyone elected now. That's just a, a side issue. I'm actually more concerned about the fraud and, uh, you know, in this election and, and in the deep state, which is behind it, than I am with Donald Trump being in for another four years because- you know,
1: This is greater than Trump. This is about America, you know? It really and is. that's what and people don't understand. They think because we are behind Trump that we just ignore everything. And I said to somebody, you don't understand. After Trump there's somebody else after that there's somebody else just in the next 10 years so I said it doesn't really you don't you your your brain is not thinking further your hate for your hatred for Trump is overwhelming your ability to think same with, with with the, the same mind do you understand what, what is going on here uh, our nation is being taken over we in World War three China's taking over our country and and um, people can't see it. It's like, um, and what shocks me is all the preachers. They just like are oblivious, they're oblivious to all of this. And I just like shake my head, you know,
0: I agree with you. And that's why we're trying to, to report it. Now, uh, as we wrap this up, I want to give you the last word to, you know, you've already made some very strong statements about you believe, you know, what the Lord is doing but help Christian people to unpack this because man, if you turn on the news, it is just a steady drumbeat of how bad, you know, Trump is losing, you know, even the coverage of the big march in Washington on Saturday, which was really a Christian event. It had the word Jericho in it and there was a prayer rally. I saw some footage of uh, some of the speakers and the prayer rally but the media made it sound like it was a bunch of right-wing hoodlums that were confronting Antifa. And apparently that happened off to the side. But I mean, the Christian aspect of it was like totally, totally, totally ignored, which is not really surprising. I mean, to some extent it's been going on for years, but it's more and more blatant. So uh, speak to the Christian community, speak to the other Christian leaders, what should pe- How should people understand this and what should they do and how should they pray?
1: Well, stop watching mainstream media. I mean, the bottom line is that they're all puppets. It's all propaganda. You really have to search. It's like the scripture. You seek and you shall find. And it's not hard, you know, of course, if you know the sources of where to go and what's legitimate and what's not. I follow all the media headlines. I don't watch television. But I can read a headline and tell you it's propaganda just because I know the playbook. Um, So I would tell people to pray right now. Pray for the president. And, you know, obviously he's got Giuliani fighting. He's got uh, Powell fighting. He's got um, uh, Lynn fighting. A lot of people that are fighting and independent lawyers that are fighting at, at local levels. I don't think that, this thing, even regardless of the 20th of January, I think there are going to be lawsuits right throughout next year. And I believe you're going to see major people arrested and going to prison for voter fraud because it's evident. There's just not even a question about it. Um, if they try to steamroll um, Biden in, obviously, as you know, he won't last long. He's, he's already said he'll just claim uh, some incurable disease and Kamala will take over and they'll have the puppet that they want. I mean, you've got I've got the footage of Obama saying that the ideal thing would be for him to have a mouthpiece out there and he will be behind the scenes calling the shots, which was what would happen with 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 Biden being in office. But again, it's not over, as I said earlier in the podcast. And you know, the the executive order, which I really want to encourage everybody to go and check it out, that 45 days after the conclusion of the election the director of national intelligence it says in consultation with the heads of any of the other appropriate executive departments agencies mm-hmm. will conduct an assessment of information indicating that a foreign government or any person acting on as an agent or behalf of a foreign government has acted with the intent and purpose of interfering with that election the, the assessment shall identify to the maximum extent ascertainable the nature of any foreign interference that any methods employed to execute it, the persons involved, the foreign governments, the governments that authorized, directed, sponsored, and supported it, the director of national intelligence, who, by the way, was with Trump at the Army-Navy game on Saturday, says shall deliver this assessment, which is gonna happen on Friday the 18th, and appropriate supporting information of the president, the Secretary of State, the Secretary of Treasury, the Secretary of Defense, the Attorney General, and the Secretary of Homeland Security. So that all takes place. Now, if any foreign interference involved activity targeting the infrastructure or pertaining to a political organization, a campaign, a candidate, to the extent to which such activities materially affected the security or integrity of that infrastructure, including by unauthorized access to disclosure or threatened disclosure of, it goes on to say, what's going to happen? The president has an opportunity to step in and to it's going to be null and void. The whole election is they can either do a re a redo which trump could set the day for april or may and then get rid of all the voting machines we go back to paper ballots and have a proper election where people aren't but i don't know you know obviously the left is going to freak out and but the presence is still president and that's what people don't understand he's not out of the white house and he's, a, he's his term is only up on the 20th day of january so I have, I have a total peace, and it's, it, look, it's it's going where no other has gone before. But if the president has to step in. He has to. He can't. If Trump steps out of office and just says, okay, I'll concede if Biden come in, they will kill him and his family and his grandkids. The Trump name will be trashed. They'll go after him. It, there'll be lawsuit after lawsuit till he's obliterated, and then they're going to come after, you already know, they already said they've got... AOC and all these people collecting names, they're going to come after every conservative, which, I mean, they're going to have to come after probably 80 million people. Plus, I personally think Biden only won 30 million votes and Trump got 90 million. That's my personal opinion. But obviously, people can say I'm crazy. But obviously, if this was a free and clear election, right now, we're looking at worse than Zimbabwe. That's the way that's a scary
0: thought when you put it that way. But and of course, you would know because you're from South Africa right next door and you saw close and personal, um, you know, what was happening. And uh, I just want to thank you for being such an outspoken spoken uh, leader in so many ways for so many years. And uh, most recently, uh, you were the first pastor to stand up to the authorities uh, regarding having services. Now it's become common, you know, where the left-wing governors and mayors are restricting church services and there are many who are standing up and thankfully winning some court battles, but you were the very first one. And uh, Matt Staver mentioned, and I'd never thought of this, they said that you were the first pastor in American history to be arrested for the crime of holding a church service. I mean, it's just really uh, mind boggling when you think about it, but yet it happened. It was right before Easter. It was all over the world, your Uh, mugshot. I mean, the idea, thankfully, our governor, Ron DeSantis, very quickly made churches essential instead of non essential, and the Hillsborough County officials, you know, where your church is, you know, backed down. But I mean, very few pastors would have been strong enough, bold enough to have, you know, taken the stand you did and, uh, you know, thank God you've been vindicated. And Steve, let me just say this. If
1: all goes wrong and Biden is sworn in, I'm probably going to go to jail three or four, five more times. In actual fact, I might be the first pastor locked away for years. But I've already counted the cost, so I'm not really worried too much about it. I already told, you know, the sheriff, we we're together, we talked with friends you know, the one that arrested me. And I actually said to him, Sheriff, sure, you better pray Biden doesn't get it. Because if he does, you're probably gonna arrest me again. Do you realize that? And he burst out laughing. But I'm not gonna back off. I know what the constitution says, and I, I'm not I have to defend the constitution against enemies foreign or domestic. And these just happen to be domestic enemies. And I will stand up for what's right, and that's it, you know. I have a peace, I'm I'm totally fine, I've resolved myself. I'm not I'm not anxious or worried or concerned or anything. So,
0: And if someone wants to find out more about Rodney Howard Brown or your ministry, the River Tampa Bay. Uh,
1: Just go to revival.com. Do revival.com. Don't Google me. Old. <laughs> yeah, don't All this Google other me.
0: stuff will come up.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no. I've been called everything out of the sun. Just go to revival.com. And then you'll get my website. And uh <laughs>
0: and uh, also on Twitter. You're big on Twitter. So tell us your Twitter handle. Yeah, just
1: R Howard Brown. One word. H-R-W-A-R-D-B-R-O-W-N-E. One word. R Howard Brown. And all the links are actually found on revival.com. It'll take you to the Facebook pages and my YouTube channel. And, uh, you know, that's the best one.
0: Right. Well, thank you, Pastor Rodney, for fitting me in. On very short notice, we're going to. Uh, do a news story on this and put it on chrismanews.com very, very quickly. You know, the mainstream media and the tech giants are censoring all this. So I need my listeners and readers to uh, forward this, put it on social media. You know, they're not able to shut all of us down, at least not at the same time and at least not today. So we need to try to get the word out. We've tried to be careful, or at least I've been trying to be careful, to explain that we're expressing our opinions. We are speculating some, not being able to prove some of these things, but worried about it, wondering about it. And uh, I just think it's interesting that uh, you know, going back to the top of the podcast where uh, you know someone texted you, someone from the inside, uh, to tell you about uh, this reaction, the Supreme Court it is going to be interesting to find out what really happened and what the next steps are. And as you said, people need to really, really pray, believing that God is, or I'll just say my opinion, God has a plan for America he's not given up on America yet. And this corruption has got to be rooted up. And like you said, some people need to go to prison over this. I mean, it's just that bad. So thank you for listening to my podcast today. And thank you again to Pastor Rodney for all that you do and also for your friendship. God bless you.
1: Thank you,
0: Steve.